good stories. We've got Connor alongside, well, from across the country, but hey, it's all good. Um, we're talking about some malware. We're talking about some big tech malware. Um, you know, that's all big tech, but you know. Then we're talking about right to repair and how Apple is actually supporting it in California, which makes me worry. Um, then we're talking about how Bankman Freed is on bread and water in prison. Oh. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about some autistic haps, hackers, you know, lapses. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what we got. Okay. So first off, I'm on the better side of the country. Let's, let me specify that right now. Okay. East coast for the win. <laughs> um, and then second off, you got to do your normal thing. I don't want just a hello. You, you've patented the hello, 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 hello. So let's, let's run that again before I even agree to comment on anything else. You got to do the well, hello, 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 like Mr. Rogers in the morning. Well, hello, hello, right. hello, hello. It is time for the weekend edition. There it is. There we go. Sorry, everybody. I had, Perfect. I had changed it up and what is this? The, 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 you know what? The tism he, kicked he's in. He's on for the worst coast. He's on the worst coast, and they're very lazy over there. Okay. It, it'll be 12 o'clock in the afternoon before they start working. And then their excuse is, well, time zone wise, we're at nine o'clock, whatever. The the actual world is already working, so why don't y'all hippies get to, get, get to going? But anywho, uh, he got lazy, which doesn't surprise me. So, yeah. Enough uh -huh. bickering. Let's get into the stories. Yes, let's. All right. So, Smoke Loader's been around for a long time, like 10 years or something like that. It's a fairly common tool to load in malicious software usually comes through phishing and that sort of thing well there's an there's a well moderately new sort of thing that's happening now um, there's a new piece of a new piece of malware that has surfaced in the wild uh, this is called wifi recon and what it can do once it's been loaded through say a phishing attack digital hygiene people digital hygiene. Um, but what it can do once it's loaded in is basically create a file in your user folder in Windows that makes it so that it pings the Google geolocation API every 60, 60 seconds to tell an attacker roughly where you are. Not super I think useful. That, uh... hmm? Uh, so can I can I pause for just a second? Go ahead. This is not a new malware in and of itself. This is a new payload. Mm -hmm. So the actual malware, right, is the the smoke loader. The mm -hmm. payload. This is a new payload called Wi-Fi Recon. Um, and to your point, it, it's using Google geolocation APIs, like like you just said. Um, and what it's doing is is giving the approximate location, and then. If you go to read the article, I think he was going to get to this point. I'm just taking over. Um, the hypothesis on why this might be useful to an attacker is for intimidation, right? Mm -hmm. You can be like, 
you know, how's the weather in, I don't know, let's say you're in Los Angeles, California. How's the weather in Los Angeles? And they'll be like, how do you know that? And then, then they might be able to intimidate you to pay a ransom or something. I, I, I don't know exactly how they would use it, but that's how they, what they hypothesize. Yeah. Um, it's not super and useful I feel like that's on its probably, own. Right. I feel like that's probably a good good idea or a good like hypothesis. Not that, that tracking people without the permission is a good idea. Let me specify that one. But I think it's a good hypothesis as to why this payload has been created and what it might be used for. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to get infected somehow... The way that you can easily... Which, hmm? Let me pause again for just a second. I want to specify again. Let me re-highlight that. This is a Windows problem. So if you've taken our advice and switched away from Windows to literally anything else, you don't have to worry about this as much. Nope. Actually, you don't have to worry about this at all because it's a Windows payload. Uh, so, yeah. One more reason... Where is my overflowing basket of reasons to not use Windows? Has anybody seen that? I think I had to move that to a bigger storage unit. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to go visit it and add this one to the list. Mm Mm-hmm. For real. Anyway, so yes, it is Windows only. Um, So basically what it'll do is create a file called wlan.link. Ink? In... Link, LNK. Um, okay, I'm just old. My eyes are going. It's fine. Go on. In your in the user's startup folder, so you can go digging for it if you are suspicious. Um, that seems suspicious. Seems a little sus there. Um, so yeah, it's and then if you delete, app. it's safe to delete that full that file. So don't worry about it. If you see it, delete it, and it won't be able to renew itself, um, and you won't be tracked anymore that way. Though Windows is a rootkit, so you know, eh. Can I also specify real quick, or more, not so much specifying, just more commentary actually. Can we can we just take a second to marvel at the fact that in 2023? Microsoft Windows is still vulnerable to people putting crap in their startup folder. I mean, (laughs) when I was a kid in high school, it used to be a fun thing to make little viruses and notepad on the school computers that if they opened up, you know, something you didn't want them to open, it would open up, you know, 400 copies of calculator and 400 copies of whatever and it would crash these old ancient Dell Optiplex computers and then you'd put that in the startup folder and and you you would do something like you know wait four seconds post this little message and it says you shouldn't be using Internet Explorer use Google Chrome now I have to punish you and then 400 copies of everything until the computer just crashes throw that in the startup folder and that's it the computer's boned they're going to have to get a tech to come and boot it in safe mode. I mean, I cannot believe that startup folder is still a damn problem with Windows. I mean, honestly, really? Are we really doing this right now, Microsoft? Still? Yep. Yep. I, I really, I just can't. 
I just can't. Mm-hmm. And on to some more, <sighs> some more malware news. Ransomware smacked Cloud Nordic and Azero Cloud. Azero or... Mm-hmm. Anyway, a couple of Dutch cloud providers. Um, yeah. Whoops. Literally lost all their data. Just down the toilet. Because this payload, which apparently had been uh, loaded onto one, onto one or more servers that was within the last week or so, moved to the other data, data center. And then it activated and hit both data centers and encrypted everything from the backups on up. <laughs> I'm just like, fun. Wow, guys. <laughs> this this <Very> sucks. Very <laughs> fun. Um, they say, yeah, uh. you know, we've, we've now reestablished blank systems, you know, name servers without data, web servers without data, mail servers without data. But everything that we had is gone now because we're not paying this ransom. Which, you know, on one hand, on principle, that's good. Because you don't want to incentivize Except these for, If jokers. you're one of their customers who, yeah. uh, you know, just lost everything. Then I don't know that you'd be very happy with that. Decision. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> the exec that, the, that uh, PC Magazine talked to was like, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to stick around, but we hope you do. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. Um, whoops. Yeah. Yeah. One more mm-hmm. reason to uh, have this. It's a principle called zero trust. Um, and as the name implies, basically you trust nothing, absolutely nothing, not even your own devices. So, uh, with the principle of zero trust. Um, for my personal company, which is going to remain nameless, um, <laughs> all of our servers don't talk to each other ever. Period. Um, I don't want them knowing that the other one exists, um, and it's because I'm scared of stuff like this. Uh, and unfortunately, in a data center, I don't think there's any escaping that. But not really. If you're out there and you're running personal servers, or you're an IT person and you're in charge of all of this, you should go look up zero trust and do your best to implement those principles into every IT application that you can where possible. There's some applications where it's, it's just not practical or possible, i.e. a data center. Um, and I mean, I guess you could do zero trust for personnel and zero trust for, uh, you know, server stack to server stack, but it's still, uh, Mm. I imagine zero trust be very difficult to, properly roll out in a data center but yeah that's not uh, the case for everybody so mm-hmm. again zero trust go look it up implement as many of those pro- principles and policies as you can um yeah so yeah, yeah. The, also the, uh... this is another novel one manual offline air gapped backups should be taken at random spots throughout the year. It's a pain in the ass, but it's necessary because had they done this type of stuff, or hell, even if the companies did this themselves, they wouldn't be in this pickle. 
they could just go back to the air bat the air gaps yeah Correct. exactly that's that's another strategy that that my company uses it's we have have whole things in safety deposit boxes that are just air gapped copies of critical things that are just there mm -hmm. <laughs> this exact catastrophic event so the so the <clears throat> the hackers are were demanding six bit six BTC and the company's like is that all <laughs> the company's like no go screw yourself <laughs> is that all well we don't know how big these cloud providers are oh yeah we can go look this up cloud nordic yep cloud nordic oh. and a zero cloud hold my beer <laughs> give me a second check out glass door give me one second i want to know number of employees oh hell no what <laughs> Yeah, I understand why they didn't pay. <laughs> uh, the last year, their total revenue was 226k. Mm-hmm. So nah, they're three employees. They're tiny. Yeah. yeah I tell you why they uh, why they ain't paying the uh. Ransom. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you exactly why they're not paying the ransom. Oh, wait. No, no, no. On Zoom Info. This one's slightly more updated. Uh, they made in somewhere between one and five million. Well. And now, now they have between 11 and 20 employees. So mm -hmm. they're a little bit bigger, but I think I still understand why they didn't pay it. Yeah. Although, just for the record... They have this, I don't know if they offer it in whatever country they are. I think it's in Denmark. Yeah. Or Norway. Um, uh, Netherlands. I don't know if they have it over there. But I know over here, as part of your business insurance, you can get ransomware business insurance. And then the insurance company will pay the ransom for you. So that might have been a good venture for y'all had you, had you had that. Just maybe. Just well, maybe. Okay. Now I'm not so now I'm not so up in arms about six bitcoins. We're good. <laughs> All right, and on to the next one, Google. Yes, one of our favorite whipping boys around here. Um, to protect sensitive Gmail settings with multi-factor challenge. Uh, well, should have been done. Should have been done a long time okay, ago. Pause. If we remember from the first story, they're using what? Who? Which company's geolocation APIs? 
Oh, what Googles, was that? That's that right. Wiffy. Oh, Googles. That's right. Uh. Now here's the thing. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you need an API key to use their APIs after a certain number of hits. They offer a free one that gives you like a hundred or something like that within a, a day. But after that, you need you need an account. If I'm not mistaken, let me let me go check, double Probably check a developer before I, account, I go yeah. on this full rant. Pretty sure you need the account. Google. So they can they, they can track what you're doing. Yeah, I was just I, I'm I'm gonna double check it here, but I'm fairly positive that you need an account to get a key, which means that key also should be in that that Wiffy recon. But you know, I digress. <laughs> if if they're getting a whole bunch of hits from one API key all over the world at the same damn time, every sixty seconds, that that might sound a bit bit sketch, especially if that API key is being used all over the place, constantly growing, and they don't have an app. Because, you know, if you make an Android app, you have to send it to them and they scan it before mm -hmm. they put it on to the Google Play Store. And if they're not seeing that, I just feel like somebody could get this Wi-Fi recon, find the API key, report it to Google, and then Google, who's obviously complicit in this, um, would be like, oh, okay, shut it down, and then Wi-Fi recon is gone. But I highly doubt any of that will happen, because, quite frankly, unless it happens to a C-level person at Google, I don't expect them to do pretty much anything. Yeah. And I think and this, this multi-factor on... challenge crap... Go ahead. And on that note... <laughs> I mean, what if they're using multiple API keys and they just have it set to fall back after ever, after so many hits? That would be smart. Yeah? Yeah, criminals normally aren't smart, though. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyhow, um, multi-factor. I get what you're saying. This multi-factor challenge stuff just sounds like a, a feature that should have been there a while ago, but they would probably just didn't think it was important. And now it's just going to be an annoyance. Mm -hmm. So basically they're <laughs> when it oh. now, whenever you go change your email filtering, forwarding and IMAC, IMAP, sorry, settings, they're probably going to, throw you one of these critical security alerts. Um, Interesting test location. Yeah, I know. Well, that's how that's how all of them work. Because that's part of how you know that it's you. Because it's where you are or where your VPN is. Right? No, I got that. I'm just, just making interesting test location. Yeah, that is interesting. Anyway, but yeah, so, and the point of protecting those particular settings with filtering, somebody could set up a filter that would filter basically all of your sensitive emails into a folder that you didn't create. And if you're not particularly observant, which many people aren't, um, hell, I have moments when I'm not, um, maybe more than moments, but anyway, um, <laughs> And you took the words out of my mouth. Maybe. 
um, you know, there, there's always, uh, it, we, we always have to remember the KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid, right? So I'm glad you, spec you specified that. I thought, thought we were getting into something else. Go on. No, no, no. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. Anyway, so... Put the lipstick down. The, anyway, <laughs> they, they could create a folder or folders and, fil and filter all of your emails into those. And if you're not aware that they've created the folder to begin with, that could be problematic, couldn't it? And I mean, really. they already have access. If you're to your using account. Gmail, you deserve all of this and and more. Okay, <laughs> I have a special disdain for Gmail. Allow me to explain. One, you don't pay for it with your money. You pay for it with your privacy, as is most things with you know yep. Google. Yep. Uh, but they scan literally every single email, every one of them. Mm -hmm. So if you use Gmail and your doctor for whatever reason, emails you something, which they're not allowed to do, by the way. It's against HIPAA in the U.S. I'm sure it's yep. against an EU thing because email is not secure. No, it's not. But if your doctor should send you something, Google gets to know. If you go to a test clinic because you a hoe and uh, you want to know if you got the herpes and you go there and they send you your results via email, again, shouldn't do that. It's against HIPAA. But just for example, guess what? Google now knows. Mm -hmm. If you order adult novelty products and you get an email telling you hey your you know 24 inch you know what is getting shipped in a in a non <laughs> in, in a discreet box banana google knows and guess what they're going to put all of that information that they've gleaned from your 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 email into a nice little database and they're going to use that to profile you yep and I, for one, don't like being profiled by megacorps, especially not big tech megacorps. But here we are in a world where the majority of people are willingly allow themselves to be profiled by giant megacorps. So mm -hmm. this, to me, just looks like another scary message to try and stop people from, from having all of their gmail forwarded somewhere else or here's another example the only reason i think of using gmail for example is if you need a printer email or if you want to use the smtp server which i don't recommend doing because again they scan everything um but it's very common unfortunately for people to use gmail's st smtp server which just for the record, if you're not a techie and you don't know what SMTP stands for, it stands for Simple Mail Transport Protocol. Uh, it's unencrypted. It normally runs on port 25, mm -hmm. um, and it's it's not safe. It's nope. how we it's how we transferred stuff. It was created a long time ago. Um, they have a quote unquote safer one that runs on a different port, um, but it's still it's not safe. That's why there's laws against sending medical information through email mm -hmm. but anyway this right here this is just another little scary message so you know little timmy who's interested in computers who's trying to set up his printer so that way his printer can email him a copy of stuff when he needs it gets this scary message and goes oh i shouldn't do that and then you know that that's the way i see this i don't see this as actually a security feature they can they can paint lipstick on this pig all they want i still see it as pig <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's kind of a joke, like most security and privacy for big tech, right? Which is a 
brilliant segue into our next story. Microsoft. <laughs> um, <laughs> Windows 11 update that's causing MSI-based computers to blue screen of death. BSOD. Yes. And they actually responded very quickly to this, which I'm pleasantly surprised about. So, wow, I wonder what I want to know what MSI has on Microsoft because they didn't even respond that quick to the US government. <laughs> hey, Microsoft, your product Outlook has a giant hole and Chinese hackers were able to, to look at all of our stuff. Oh, yeah, that sucks. If y'all find a fix for that, let us know and we'll think about rolling it out. Uh, Microsoft, your update broke our motherboard. I'm so sorry, MSI here, but we fixed this right away. What on earth does MSI have on Microsoft? <laughs> anyway, so it was a it was a combination of things. There was a recent MSI firmware update that was rolled out to allow recent motherboards to support the soon coming 14th gen Intel processors. Of course, Intel. So that associated with this. Yes. So that plus this update created these BSODs apparently. And the Windows update was actually just released on the 22nd and focused on improvements to the search functionality in Windows 11. Windows search. Good God. Um, <laughs> which is probably AI-based now. Assholes. Um, probably? It's already, What do you mean, probably? It's had <laughs> AI in there since 10 when they rolled out Cortana. I mean, which, no, oh, no, by no. the way, GPT. Does anybody even use Cortana? I've never. No, it's been I've killed never. now. Never. It's been killed. I was about to say, I have never heard anybody ever said, "Oh yeah, no, I love Cortana." Cortana was shit. ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they should have kept Cortana in Halo and left it alone. Left it all alone. they've done now is tarnish her name. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, basically, Microsoft very quickly pulled the update uh, until they until they sorted out. Apparently, um, so if you happen to be one of these people with a recent MSI motherboard and have done the firmware update, which last I checked, firmware updates for motherboards are not automatic. No, they're not. So you'd have had to be looking for it because you're planning on moving into fourteen. 14th gen, which, eh, but we're not getting into that. Pause. Yeah, you know, oh, you may not be getting into that, but I'm about to get into that. So let's pause. You've made four life choices that are wrong already. First off, okay, first off, you're running Windows. <laughs> That's your first poor life choice. Your second poor life choice is you're trying to use an Intel processor. And if you're looking at going into an Intel processor, your third poor life choice was you bought an MSI motherboard that's on the Intel SOC. So there's your third poor life choice. Finally, your fourth poor life choice is you're going to buy another Intel CPU. Are you kidding me? Four <laughs> poor life choices? You deserve what you get. Go get the updates. Go get your BOSD. Enjoy your, enjoy your bed you've made. I have no sympathy. No. <laughs> so much no. I'll tell you what you should do. You should throw that hunk of junk out. Okay? Throw it away. Sell it on eBay. Find a way to dispose of it responsibly. Okay? 
then go get yourself an AMD based system. Okay, AMD all mm-hmm. the way. Don't go get in. Don't go get an AMD and an NVIDIA because then then we're mm. back to my favorite hotkey. <laughs> mm-hmm. NVIDIA, fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go get AMD CPU. Go get an AMD GPU, and then this and this is critical. Okay, this is the most important part. If you do nothing else, this is the most important part run something other than Windows, which if you're building your own machine, basically your only option is Linux mm-hmm. or Unix, but yeah. go towards Linux because if you do Unix, you're not gonna be able to use anything from the last decade. Yep. So Linux, yep. you want Linux um, or just go buy a Mac, but I'm gonna be honest with you, uh, don't, don't buy a Mac if you care about your privacy because at best you can get a semblance of privacy, but it's not privacy. Mm-hmm. So just go use Linux. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's no gaming on 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 Mac. I mean, I shouldn't say there's yeah. no gaming, but there's well, I mean, practically you know, no gaming. Wine and what's that? What's that? What's their API called now? Uh, metal or something? Eh. Anyway, so yeah. I mean, mock. I don't it know. It doesn't Mac. matter. Go on. Anyway, so I know you don't know Mac, but I do, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Go on. You, you will build a Linux PC. <laughs> well, not that they will. I highly recommend you build a Linux PC. If you're going to do gaming, go game on Linux. Now, here's the thing. Now, you may say, "Well, I need Windows to play my video games." No, you don't. Go look up the Linux gamer. There's this dude. Can't remember his name. He looks like a tool Gardner bag. Bryant. But I hear he's pretty nice. There he is, Garner. That's his name. Looks like a tool bag, but I hear he's pretty nice. Uh, so I just don't like his appearance, but that's fine. I don't like my own appearance. Um, <laughs> continuing on. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go look him up. The Linux Gamer. He plays all, basically every AAA game on Linux, and he's super – he's interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Gives off good vibes. He just looks like a tool bag. And moving on to the next story – We've got Apple and Right to Repair. Huh? That's an oxymoron. I know. Well, we'll, we'll find out that there are some, some uh, gotchas in their support for this bill, uh, which, you know, affects me as long as I'm here in California. Hopefully won't be for too much longer. <laughs> um, I know. He wants to go play with... Uh... He wants to go to a. He wants to go from one hellhole to another. I'm not going to release the location, but he wants to go from one hellhole <laughs> to another. So if you're in the comments, why don't you help me in publicly shaming him and tell him no? <laughs> Just stay wherever you're planning on going. It's a bad idea. You should listen to your friend. He is smarter than you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes, Apple. If you if you guys didn't know, if you guys aren't aware. Has been has been fighting tooth and nail against right to repair all over the country, all over the world, for that matter. Um, Even if you don't know that, go look at an iPhone and tell me. Do you think that's easy to repair? Because it's not. It's not, uh, and intentionally so. So, I used to watch Lewis Rossman quite a bit. He does component level repair on just about anything you bring him, but. Primarily, 
has made his sort of YouTube bread and butter on uh, on repairing Apple products, whether it be MacBooks, whether it be phones, whether it be iPads. He does it all, much to the chagrin of Apple, um, which makes me happy. But so, and he's also been a very vocal advocate for right to repair whenever and wherever he can. Aside from that, I'm not a huge fan of his on a personal level. He's kind of a jerk. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, how is it that all of a sudden Apple decided that this bill's okay to support? Well, number one, they want to make sure that the bill does not require security features to be disabled. Um, that right there's your red herring. Yes, it is. Because because they're just going to call all the stuff the glue, the non-standard screws. The, everything's a security feature. Mm-hmm. Not to mention their T2 chips or whatever they're called now. Um, yeah. Anything that has to do with you know, trusted platform modules, TPM. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's going to, and they're they're going to make it more and more embedded because they already have. To the point where, if you want to save the data on a broken device, you basically won't be able to, and you'll be forced well. to basically buy a new device. Or you can just use a backup system. But most Apple consumers don't. Because it just works. Well, that's not true. That you get five gigabytes of iCloud storage to back up for free. I'm sorry, five gigs? When you're talking about a device that can have 512 I mean, I don't have that problem, right? I, I know you. I paid $10.99 a month and got two terabytes. So I just back up all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, they also want the focus to remain on manufacturers to supply the tools, parts, and documentation to enable repairs by authorized repair channels. In other words, we still want to control everything. I was just about to say, Translation. We're going to be in control of who's allowed to repair stuff because we're only going to make the tools and give them to people who buy a license from us so that way they can have a pretty Apple authorized vendor or something logo. And that means that you, Joe Blow off the street, still won't be able to repair your stuff officially. Yippee skippy. And repair providers must disclose if they're using non-genuine or used parts. Well, yeah, they should anyway. That's just a good yeah, idea. I agree with that one. Um, and then prospective application. Then they want a prospective application which allows manufacturers to build new products that comply with the proposal. In other words, we don't want this to be retroactive. <laughs> Is how yeah, I read that. Sounds about right. Um, so, really, Apple's trying to take the teeth out of this bill. And you know, I suppose some things are better than nah, no thing, but really? Um, this feels like tossing a few shillings to the peasants. I mean, 
I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you this much, okay? <laughs> I know Apple's been fighting this for a while, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little comparison just to show you. So I have currently my MacBook that I use for school is from 2013, and uh, the battery is non-swappable. They put it inside the laptop. That's not uncommon these days. No, so that's fine, right? But on the bottom of it, there are screws, and I can unscrew it and pull it off and then swap the battery. I did that very thing. You can also swap fan. You can also swap the CPU. I've done all of these. Um, you can do a lot with that, okay? I'm pretty happy with that, actually. Then comes my wife's MacBook. Hers is much more recent. It's an M1 MacBook Pro. Mm -hmm. 2020, I wanna say 2021 or 2022, somewhere around there, okay? There is no screws. The entire thing is a unibody construction. Then, if you watch the iFixit, Apple went and put super glue around the edges uh, to make sure that on the off chance that you're able to crack the unibody construction, the keyboard and top deck is glued into the housing. So if you crack the construction, you still can't get the damn thing apart to fix it because they glue it. Mm -hmm. um, so when we talk about mm -hmm. them fighting it, they've actively done things to make it virtually impossible to repair them yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and that's quite <clears throat> a contrast from the four screws on the bottom of my MacBook to mm -hmm. unibody construction with super glue on the off chance that you break your unibody construction. Yippee! Yeah. And, you know, this is these have been issues for a long time. Like, they've had unibody MacBooks for, like, since, since I was in college. Well, I mean, this is literally the equivalent of welding a door shut and then building a house around it and locking the door. <laughs> yep, yep. We support your right to go through that door. Let me weld it shut, build a brick house around it, lock the door, no windows, and uh, put a, uh, you know, a, a metal fence on the door. With with barbed wire, oh yeah, and... and yeah, with put... barbed wire, electric barbed wire. Oh yeah, and, and you have to get through the minefield to get to the door. Yeah, and <laughs> good luck. Don't, don't fall in the moat. Those alligators are hungry. I mean, <laughs> literally, that's mm -hmm. the equivalent to what they do with these unibody mags. I, and then they say, "We not, now they're coming out of the woodwork. We support right to repair. Interesting. What is that? Don't look at that. We we we, we can't go retroactive don't, for a don't, reason. Don't look over there. Yeah, I know you can't go retroactive for a reason. What is that? Because we want to control everything, and we want all the, we want all your money. That's the bottom well, line. I think here. that ultimately is what it comes down to: is Apple wants all the money, mm -hmm. all of it. They don't want some of it; they want all of it. This whole they want a piece of the pie. They they want the whole pie. There's no they want a piece. They want the whole pie. They want the store that made the pie. And they want to find the person who came up with the recipe for the pie. Kill him after he writes it down. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because they good. know. They make, 
Because they know that they'll never get past about you know 10% market share. It's not going to happen. Um, they, they make a very good pie. I already have multiple slices of their pie. But and I know better than to eat the arsenic laced pie. But you have but it. It's good. <laughs> but it's very good. <laughs> I'm about to buy another one of their pies. Mm-hmm. Anywho, anyway, moving on to the next story, we've got OpenAI going to use the latest iteration of their large language model GPT-4 for content moderation. Shoot me now. <laughs> I mean, seriously, this is this has got to be one of the worst Where's... ideas in the world. Where's Space Odyssey, Cliff, when you need it? I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. <laughs> exactly. I just want to post this news article <laughs> stating that, you know, so-and-so did so-and-so. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't let you do that. Why? It's against the liberals. I'm not allowed to do that. What the hell, please? It's against our moderation policy. That is literally what we're approaching. Or, or in you know X's case, they'll let you post it, but nobody will see it. Or they'll let you post it and then give you a bullshit-ass content. Yeah. Community notes added. We needed to add context to your post. No, you mm-hmm. didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. That's why I don't post anything on X, ever. And that's the other thing. Stop calling it X. It's Twitter. I refuse. <laughs> It's Twitter. You can rebrand it all you want. Guess what? It's Twitter. Same thing with TikTok. Okay? Everybody, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. I'm old enough to remember when it was called Musical.ly. Anybody else remember Musical.ly? I do. And it was strictly about doing little dances. Not that I watched any of that crap, but that's what it was about. It was about random kids with selfie sticks doing these dances. Mm Mm-hmm. Musically, and then ByteDance bought it and turned it into a brainwashing apparatus. But that's well, what you know, duh. That's ByteDance, aka yeah. CCP. Anywho, um, but yeah, so ChatGPT, GPT four, there. Thanks, Microsoft. Uh huh. OpenAI is believes that their latest iteration, which is enormous, by the way. Like, I forget if it was in this article, I don't think it is, about exactly how big this language model is. Like, it's mind-blowingly huge. We're talking well, about- it wouldn't surprise me. Trillions At, of when they re- of when, when Microsoft, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me when Microsoft decided, let's make the Wild West again and uh, force them to push it public. Everybody and their brother started using it and feeding this damn thing. So it wouldn't surprise me that it's gotten, you know, bigger than the U.S. government's ego. <laughs> wow. that's That says something right there. Um, but yeah, so they, OpenAI is exploring the use of ChatGPT4's ability to interpret rules and nuances in long content policy documentation. 
I'm sorry, Dave. You can't do that, Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. You can't post that. I'm just trying to post crime statistics. I'm sorry, Dave. You can't do that. Um, so, yeah, they're they're testing this. Um, and I give it three to six months before big social media is forced to start using it. Forced? Their assholes are already lubed up waiting for it. What do you mean forced? <laughs> forced? Well, before, say, government says you have to so that we have uniform control across all the platforms. Okay. That's what I mean, forced. Whether it's actually forced or not, eh. We all know it's not. Well, they may hope it's forceful, but their assholes are already lubed up and eagerly waiting for it. They love this stuff. This is their favorite type of thing. You mean we get to be totalitarian dictators even more? And now we can be lazy with it? Oh, wonderful. You mean this we can... This is so nice. We, we can... I we love can... telling people that they're not allowed to, to do anything because it's a thought crime. You, you mean the favorite thing? You mean we get to we get to do this without needing a massive a massive staff who complain and sue us because their lives get wrecked by the content that they're forced to see because they Listen, have to see the, the darkest side of humanity. About the, about the staff of these places is the size of the workers. These these whales, land whales sit there all day and look at horrible images and then they're surprised that they're mentally weak i mean i'm just saying okay if you're gonna hire somebody don't hire a, a blue-haired land whale and expect them to not get triggered and damaged by watching you know somebody behead someone i mean I'm just saying, okay? Not everybody had the same upbringing I did. I remember when the internet was actually uncensored, and we'd be sitting there in class, eighth grade. Hey, you see that video? Which one? Oh, look. It's, uh, it's, ah, nice. It's, you know, Taliban beheading someone on the internet, uncensored. Great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That didn't do any type of psychological damage. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> uh, some of the things I've seen growing up because the internet was the wild west yeah you, you need uh you, you you needed to be in the time before schools were all that bullying um and these blue-haired people blue green you know the non-natural vibrant mm -hmm. hair colored people neon whatever don't say purple purple's a good color but yeah <laughs> well it's an unnatural hair color no, it's not a natural hair color, but it does add 12 points to attractiveness. <laughs> so, there's that. Um, but, that, you know, I have a weakness for purple, so it's it's okay. Mm -hmm. I was black in another life. It's, it's fine. Um, anywho. Um, Born a poor black child. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I think that's probably, I mean, it's probably... 
It would explain a lot, actually. <laughs> Me and my uh, my neighbors have quite a bit in common. So, <laughs> anyways, I digress. I live in Atlanta, uh, in case anybody's wondering what these references are. Um, and Atlanta, well, don't come now because the crime is crazy. But if you ever decide to visit the southeast for some reason, wait until Atlanta's better. But Atlanta's like, it was one of like the best run cities in the south and it's very much predominantly african-american and you know it was a great city now it's crime ridden but beforehand it was really quite nice um so that's that was what the comments mm -hmm. are uh anywho I anyway yeah <laughs> so yeah it this just sounds like a really bad idea i mean monumentally stupid um, so we want liberals to have more control over, or not even liberals. Okay. These are, these no. are regressives. You know, they want to call us backward, right? Look in the mirror, y'all look in the mirror. Um, like remember your guy who allegedly got 18, 81 million votes. Sure, sure he did. <laughs> um, but not going to get into that aspect. But this is the dude who used to make comments about not wanting his kids to grow up in a, quote, racial jungle. That reminds me of one of his friends, who is a woman that has a, an interesting you know, phenomenon of her, of her friends all committing suicide. Oh, yeah, uh, that one. And a commentary that she said about them being super predators. I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> that's interesting. Well, you know, then there's the fact that the resident was good friends and was mentored by Senator Byrd, who oh, was yes. Grand Cyclops of the, K of the KKK, y'all. Hello. Grand what? Grand Cyclops. He was basically the head of the KKK. I'm sorry. <laughs> they give themselves the most stupid names. Okay, whatever. It's all Masonic. <laughs> we talk about that offline. Whatever. I, I, don't, I don't have time to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... Stupid. <laughs> The most ignorant, stupid ass names, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, the whole group is around hating people because of melanin. I mean, I which can't go has on. No effect You're gonna on hate anything. People, but anyway, hate people for valid reasons. I don't mm -hmm. like people because they do stupid things, and that applies to everybody. I don't care what you look like. If you're stupid, I don't like you. And unfortunately, in today's society, that applies to the vast majority of you out there so <laughs> take anyway, that do what so, you yeah. will with that um horrible horrible idea like if you're uncomfortable with using something like you know Bing AI which is chat GPT by the way and they and Microsoft because they it's retarded because they bought open AI and have forced this um, generative AI Wild West to happen. 
mentioned that in the last one. So if you if you're just joining us, go find the last weekend edition, and we talk about that. Uh, yes, and so basically, because they more or less own OpenAI at this point, they're able to basically go, "Oh, you guys have a new version coming soon. We want it before everybody else." And by the way, we're going to put it in our in our we're going to call it Bing AI. So Bing AI has actually been using GPT four for a while. Yeah, uh, slowly Bing becomes very annoying, and I know why. <laughs> Ask it a simple question, okay? It's not as bad as Bard. I went on this rant last time. Bard, <laughs> I'd like to make a cake. Well, you're going to need a bunch of steel because you got to huh? make a, you got to make a mill. And you're gonna, it's going to take you at least four years because you're going to have to go through multiple generations of wheat before you get the good stuff. You want to make a good cake, right? Shut up, Bard. That's not at all what I'm looking for. I mean, How much flour do I went need? Went on a whole rant. About, How much sugar? Yeah. Uh, went on a whole <laughs> How rant many about eggs? that last time. But yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Just I digress. Clownish. Uh, you ask being something simple hey Bing I, I would like to know you know uh, why this error message is happening on my Linux computer well uh, Microsoft Help Center says blah 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 that wasn't the question at all that was not the question at all let me specify this again I need help with this error message in on Linux. my computer Linux Microsoft Health Center says you should go to the control panel. I don't have a control panel. Please just show me the search results. No, I'm sorry. I can't do that, Dave. I should have gone to Quant or Quaint or, or Brave or any other search engine but you. Mm-hmm. But like with back Actually, in the day, if anybody's with French, the browser wars I, and, and pause for a second, I mm -hmm. got a rant about quant, quaint, whatever it's called. If somebody is French or speaks French, can somebody please in Ebonics type out how I as an American should pronounce this search engine made in France? Q-W-A-N-T, quant, quaint. I don't know exactly how it's to be pronounced, but I'd like to pronounce it correctly. So maybe in the comments, type it out in Ebonics. <laughs> if you don't know what Ebonics is, it's like like in IPA, but we don't use hieroglyphs. We use letters. So, <laughs> you know, I know I, I listen. My, my wife's from, from from Germany and she was she was going through an English class and they're teaching IPA. And I'm like, what on earth are these hieroglyphs? She goes, that's IPA. I said, that's what? International phonetic alphabet. You guys don't learn that. Phenomic. I didn't learn yeah. that. No hell no. They didn't teach us hieroglyphs. No. You mean like the diacritical and all that nonsense? Yeah, all the random shapes and stuff. Uh -huh. This triangle is supposed to mean the <laughs> sound. What? No. Hmm. No. <laughs> um. No. Phonics. Okay, write it out. Phonetically, <laughs> so Q would be like K U E, right? Or hyphen K W. Yeah, Wuh, right. Uh huh. 
So something like that. Write it out like that so that way I can read this and then hopefully pronounce it correctly because I've always wondered if it's quaint or quaint. I don't know. I, you know, I've always leaned toward the former than the latter. It just makes more sense. Quant? Yeah, quant. Like quant? as in quantification. Mm, quant. Anyway. Quaint. Now I don't even remember where I was headed. <laughs> ADD, the gift that keeps on giving. Anyway, well, let's uh, let's roll on. Poor Bankman Freed. Oh, 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 oh. Poor Bankman Freed. <laughs> Living on bread and water. <sighs> because he's vegan and apparently needs his Adderall and an antidepressant in order to function. Um... Well, you know, I don't, I don't want to clown too much on mental health. That's not my point. I do. I, I, I will do that. <laughs> don't you worry about that. <laughs> if you can't laugh at yourself, you got bigger problems. I laugh at mental health all day, every day. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Okay. The supposed boy genius here. Needs to take a poison drug. I know, I was put on it a while back. Needs to take a poison drug or he's not himself. Maybe, just maybe, you shouldn't take poison drug. And then maybe your brain would be distracted enough that you would say, oh, I just eat and you mindlessly eat or something. I don't know. But I can't. I have no sympathy for him. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean... They tried to put me on Adderall when I was a kid. My parents fought it. Yeah, they tried to put just about every male on Adderall as a kid. That was the go-to. Oh, what's that? You've pumped your child full of sugar, as is prescribed by the American diet, and then he won't sit still? Hmm. Well, let, me, let me give hmm. him this medication from Big Pharma here, and uh, that'll help him sit still. Yeah. And and then my parents just, then my parents and my grandma decided to go get me IQ tested. And discovered that it wasn't an issue of not having having a shortened attention span, because I would get my work done before everybody else. Yeah. So then I would get bored and start goofing off. This was first grade. Okay. Uh, and, well, then and, I bet that good old GW and his left child, no child left behind act really helped with the whole boredom thing. Oh, well, by then I had developed my own methods of dealing with it. Because <laughs> mm. by the time... Playing the old skin flute. Gotcha. Well, Go on. Excuse you. <laughs> anyway. Chicken choking. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, not the point. No. Because by the time W came around, I was already in middle school. Mm-hmm. So, I think I think I've gotten us on the entirely wrong track. Let's yes. go back to making back to, jokes about this spoiled pretty boy. Back back to FTX, who apparently is vegan, and there's not there's not enough of Doesn't the proper food me. in jail. Wait, what? So he's so he's reduced to bread and water. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what they used to give prisoners all the time. What's your problem? Oh, but you're supposed to have a balanced diet in prison. So, wait, prison's supposed to be better than living on the street for most prisoners? How does that make sense? Huh. So, I want to pause for a second. If you're listening from Europe, it has come to my attention that your jails over there are like glorified hotel rooms. Um, maybe we think about that just for a second as to why certain types of criminals aren't scared of getting arrested. Just pause for a second. Take a take a little self-reflection break and uh, think about that. Because I can tell you, in Germany, for, for example... Uh, if I wanted to do something bad, not saying I would, but if I wanted to do something bad and the police come at me, I'm more scared of the police than I am of jail. And that's mostly because the police over there are just, yeah, well, teddy bears. Hell's police are, uh, are from Germany. So that anyways, um, yeah, no, the jail is the glorified hotel room. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually happy. He's just on bread and water. Um, well, because, you know, maybe we, maybe we have we to be save taxpayer dollars and make everybody just eat bread and water. But it's Wonder Bread. <laughs> <laughs> maybe throw little vitamins in the mix so they don't die of scurvy or something. That's a humanitarian disaster. How dare you? Eh. I'm not known for being we're, we're, a humanitarian. Nope. Let's see. Where's where's my uh, Greta? <laughs> my Greta gif. How dare you? <laughs> oh, that insufferable <laughs> high school dropout. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he was his bail was revoked back on the 11th of August. Because it was discovered that he was tampering with witnesses. Leaking... Surprise! I know. Leaking journal entries from Miss Allison, his former partner. To taint the jury pool. Um, yeah, I think I remember we, did, we covered yes, that Yes, we talked story. about that. Um, and there are a few other... Uh, allegations as well, but of course he's denied all of them because he doesn't think he's he he still thinks he's going to get off scot free. Really, come on, dude. Um, and you know the sad reality is he just might because of the people that the people whose pockets he greased because they don't want to be found out that they were complicit with his nonsense. So they're going yeah. to apply pressure that shouldn't ever be applied. I don't know. I, I'm of the mindset that uh, he screwed over the wrong people, and so he, he's going to rot in jail. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I I want that to be the, the situation, because... The way, the way he ran FTX was just 
it was a slush fund. And it was money laundering. It was just everything that you don't want. <laughs> everything that creates corruption. So yeah, um, if you couldn't, if you guys couldn't tell, we're not a huge fan of Mr. Bankman Freed. Um, yeah, we'll see how. Also, not go. a fan of veganism. So if you're a vegan, stop that. <laughs> That's my advice to you. Just stop that. It's, I mean, it's really hard to actually maintain hard to maintain it's bad for your body you're not getting what you need you may think you are but you're really not and uh the stuff the products you're using are actually terrible for the environment so if you care about the environment which is a common occurrence if you're also vegan mm -hmm. uh, you're actually doing more harm than good go look up what happens if you have to plant soybeans you plant soybeans that ground's ruined for anything but soybeans yep i'm just saying because it just goes yeah no nutrients. Just saying. Go 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 do a little investigative research on your, your lifestyle choices and you'll come to find that I'm right. I mean veganism if, is really not, not good for you or the planet. If you're vegan, avoid soy. And that makes it harder, absolutely. But avoid soy. Especially if you if you're a dude. Because soy will oh, jack yeah, you up. Oh yeah, that's another extra little. That's another extra. Yeah, you're right. I'm glad you brought that up. That's another um, fun little benefit of soy. Uh, soy is a natural estrogen producer. Mm -hmm. So if you're a dude and you eat a lot of soy, that's where the term soy boy comes from. Mm -hmm. You get a lot of estrogen and you start to act like like more feminine, if you will, mm -hmm. and uh, that causes other hormonal based issues. Um, so yeah, yeah, don't eat, don't just don't eat soy. I, I, I don't, I'm not a vegan and I actively avoid soy for mm -hmm. that same reason. Yep. Um, I'm fat and I got this huge gut and, uh, having a huge gut there's, I can't remember the name of it, but basically your gut inadvertently turns testosterone into estrogen. So I have this problem all by myself and I don't need soy helping me. Um, but this isn't this isn't a podcast about health. No, go go do a little little research. <laughs> go see why you should avoid soy and veganism. And on to the next story. I mean, who knows? Maybe Bankman Freed is on the uh, Tism spectrum, but um, maybe maybe. Well, yeah. Look at the dude. <laughs> Go look at the dude and say that with a straight face. Well, obviously, this is not a... This particular... No, I know this is a character. Uh, court drawing is not particularly good. Um, yeah, he... He does not look uh, particularly normal. But then Doesn't there's that whole together. wunderkind thing that we... The, the line we've been fed about him. Um, that he's some sort of wonder child and figured out how to do this whole crypto thing on his own. Eh, no, I don't think so. I think he was set up from the beginning. But about 
autism and about hacking and about uh, pattern recognition because that's what autism is. It's pattern recognition on steroids. So that's what programming is. You see patterns and you exploit them. That's what this kid, uh, Orion Kurtage, who is kind of the head of Lapsus, uh, has done. Uh, he's gone on a hand, on three different, like he's severely enough autistic that court psychiatrists have determined that he cannot stand trial. Wow. I'm, I'm half surprised that Bankman Freed hasn't tried that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, over the last few years, he and his friends managed to hack NVIDIA, Uber, Rockstar Games. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? Oh yeah, a couple of British telecom companies. That was his first, that was his first exploit. Um, depend, uh, demanding 4 million USD in XMR back in 2021. <laughs> um, yeah. No ransom was paid, but they were able to steal about a hundred thousand pounds of crypto from accounts that were linked to these compromised mobile sims. Yeah, whoops. So they did get arrested early last year and then they were released and then they broke their bail <laughs> and breached NVIDIA I'm just like, what? <laughs> uh, huh. It's interesting to know how they want to describe NVIDIA. A Silicon Valley tech giant that makes chips for artificial intelligence chatbots. That's how they want to describe NVIDIA. NVIDIA is a bit more than that, but that's what they've been... Yeah, it's, a way more, it's way more than that. And what do you mean Silicon Valley tech giant? Well, they are based in Santa Rosa. I, I guess I had a I had a friend who actually interned there. Have interned there over a summer. Oh God, ten years ago. So before most of this AI nonsense really got going, um, he was an astrophysics PhD candidate at the time. Since completed the degree, and then went on to work at Los Alamos. <laughs> um, it, in, incidentally, this is the guy who actually got me, me into Linux. Um, so you can blame him. For your poor choices? Uh, about Linux? <laughs> no, about some of the stuff you do in Linux, like uh, preferring KDE... Or using system D or 
you know, not agreeing with me that Alpine is the best Linux. It's not for desktop. You've said that many times. I mean... For what it's designed for, yes, it is. I'll agree okay. I'll agree with that hands down. No, no, no argument. But it's not designed as a desktop OS. No, but it makes a damn good one as long as you're you know, on a desktop. Let me specify that again. A desktop, not a laptop. It's the best desktop OS. It's the best server OS. It's the best uh, IoT OS. It is not the best laptop OS. If you're going to be moving around, yeah. Switching Wi-Fi networks like yeah, normal laptop users networks. do. That's that's not the it's not the best choice, I guess. Not the business. Anyway, um, so yeah, they managed to hack Nvidia at the beginning of last the beginning of last year, um, and just before their his second arrest on actually on my birthday last year, he was doxxed by rival hackers. So they moved him in, moved him and his family into a travel lodge, and was given strict bail conditions, including a ban from going on the internet, which he ignored. Of, <laughs> of course, course. Um, managed to get his hands on a Amazon Fire Stick, a cell phone, well, a smartphone, and a keyboard and mouse, and from there. He managed to help hack Revolut, Uber, and Rockstar. <laughs> Tism for the win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Rockstar, if you guys don't know, and I don't know why anybody who's who would watch or listen to this wouldn't know who Rockstar Games is, but they make one of... Connor's favorite games, GTA. Um, well, they made one of my favorite games uh, because that was from a long time ago. Hey, Rockstar, I know y'all are just money-hungry fools who decided to take, what is it now, a 13 or an 11-year-old game, something like that. Uh, no, it's 10 years old, I think 10. it is. I think it came out in 2013, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I did one. Yeah, Red Dead won, but you've taken GTA and you've been milking the crap online experience for 10 plus years now. You should have started GTA 6, the development, as soon as GTA 5 was out. Give it two years to do some crap on online because I know y'all want to want to make extra money. I got it. But you started, should have started development a long time ago. So I'm, I'm mildly pissy at y'all. Mm-hmm. Great game fantastic game there's no debating that red dead 2 fantastic game no debating that but you really should have started gta 6 long time ago but that's that's a rant for another time anyway so he managed to hack into rockstar and let them know on their company slack I'm not a Rockstar employee. I'm an attacker. <laughs> Talk about some balls of steel, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, by the way, I've downloaded all the data for GTA 6. And then he started leaking things. 
so now we know at least some of us know um, a lot of what they were going to do with GTA 6. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it, it's comedy at this point. Like, given this kid is apparently good. I mean, you don't get into NVIDIA, Uber, and Rockstar Games as a hacker if you're not good at what you do. But. Damn good. How how pitiful is the security on these mega corporations that a couple of autistic kids from Brazil and the UK can manage to hack in? Well, uh, I'm going to tell you, that right there is actually not the way to be thinking about this. So with modern firewalls, your average penetration stuff is going to say there's no vulnerabilities because there there really kind of isn't. Um, You have to be really, really, really good to go from the outside to the inside of a properly secured network. And... All of these companies had the money to make sure that they had a properly secured network. And I believe they had a properly secured network. But I think this dude is just that good. Um, I, I, I mean, full props. I, I have a little bit of uh, admiration towards people who can do this. And this dude can clearly do it. So, um, yeah. Not saying I endorse it, okay? No. Don't endorse stealing or stuff, but... There's no denying the dude's got skill. Fantastic skill. And maybe he just needs to be redirected. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, actually, that's probably the best thing to be, be redirected. But I have a feeling, I, I know the type. Um, generally doesn't like being told what to do. Um, Clearly. And I don't know that redirection would work on that one. Well, I mean... If he's interested in someone like Mitnick, that might help. Maybe. If he's interested. If you can't get him interested, yeah. (laughs) He's just going to keep going. Mm -hmm. And nothing may be safe. (laughs) Like, seriously. I mean, part of... From what this article said, a lot of what they were doing were, like, modified phishing attacks. And then they would spam. Like, hardcore. (laughs) And somebody would wind up biting. Inevitably. So, back to the beginning. Digital hygiene. This is crucial. Anything that looks suspicious, y'all, even if it looks like it might come from within your company, you know, one of your company domains. If it's asking for login credentials, if it's asking for a password reset that you didn't, that you didn't initiate, forward it to your IT people. Don't do it. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't forward it to your IT people. In a separate email. 
email your IT person saying, hey, uh, I got a suspicious email and then wait for them to confirm. So that way they know it's a suspicious email because if you just forward something. Yeah, point. Yeah, l let your IT people know what you're sending them. Don't just hot potato. Let them <laughs> let them know ahead of time. Like, hey, so got this weird email. Was this from you guys? Was this from within the company? Because it doesn't look right. And if something doesn't look right, yeah. it probably isn't. Because, well, every once in a while, you will be requested to change your passwords. But that's a standard security practice. No, no, it's not. Okay. Microsoft recommends you never change your password. <laughs> what? Huh? No, I'm dead serious. Uh, on their admin portal, they changed it. And they now recommend you never change your password. They would rather you just have one complex password that you never change than to change it. <laughs> and no i'm serious and uh huh. the, the thought process behind that is is if you have one complex password it is more secure than multiple <laughs> passwords because people hate changing their passwords so what ends up happening is is their passwords become predictable mm -hmm. they'll have like five or six passwords however many it remembers and they'll rotate them Mm -hmm. Or they'll do like, you know, password, password one, password two, password oh, three, it'll be like that. Don't do um, that. <laughs> but something of that nature. And it becomes predictable. And so Microsoft's solution to this is never change your password. Right. So no, changing your password is not standard practice anymore. Um <laughs> But then this is Microsoft we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So the, the gold standard, what you're looking for, is actually passwordless access. Um, not in the sense that you're probably thinking. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be a lock. There's a lock. You're just not allowed to ever know this, the key. Hmm. Uh, i tell you about that offline, or we can do a separate show on just these security practices. Yeah. So yeah, guys, um, that's that's the news as such. Um, it's been fun, <laughs> as always. Always is. Um, <laughs> so yeah, thanks for watching. Be sure to you know, like, share, subscribe, all that sort of good stuff. Never ever forget. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, also. Uh Tell your friends about this podcast. Mm -hmm. Don't just listen to this and go, oh, that was interesting, and then continue on with your life. Don't do that. Go find somebody who has similar interest and be like, hey, I found this cool podcast where these two goofballs go through stuff, and it's both interesting, informative, and funny. Uh, and share it. Grow mm -hmm. it. Um, as we grow then more people will hear, more people come become informed. And ultimately, the end goal here is, is we can get some sort of sponsorship going, which I will be adamantly against, but then we'll have money to do cool stuff like giveaways. So in essence, if you want free shit, help us get to the point where we can give you free shit. Okay? That's what I'm trying to say here.
And um, you know, if you're yeah. and if you're skittish about leaving comments, shoot me an email. Media.techfreedom.pro. Don't send him an email. Don't 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 stroke his ego like that. Leave a comment, make a burner account, or just hit like and share it. But don't don't send him. Don't stroke his email. Don't do that. <laughs> anyway, and don't of course, as always, that. the music is Warzone by Anna Domini Beats. And thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.